Welcome to Listen, the Top 10 Podcast, the podcast where every week we count down a new top 10 movies, music, sports, pop culture, name it, we'll do it. I am Brandon Rabar, your host, along with Rachel Jameson. And from over in New Zealand, it's Neil. It is Neil. Two Okies and a Kiwi. Hey, that would have been a cool name for a podcast or a band. A band. Yeah. Yeah. If this podcast spills, guys. <laughs> I see that we start a band. I play a mean harmonica. You play a trumpet, don't you? I do play the trumpet. Cool. There's... And I actually don't play the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> but that cool. You just stick with the harmonica. I, just... I was going to say, if you're going to brag about playing an instrument, Brandon, like choose something cool. <laughs> do you play anything, Neil? Um, I can play the triangle. All nice. Right. We got a trumpet, a triangle, and a vocalist. Yes. Excellent. Uh, we're going to be huge. I could learn the cowbell. You're going to want that cowbell. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so this week, in honor of Mother's Day, we all love our moms. We are big suckers for our moms here on Liston. And we thought it would be fun to count down our favorite TV moms. From the dawn of television, mothers have come into our homes every week and blessed us with laughter and with kindness and love and life lessons or you know that was like we're talking like 50s nowadays our moms sometimes bless us with things like revenge and murder and torture so <laughs> what a blessing yeah. so who knows where this list is gonna go but we are gonna count down this week liston's top 10 all-time favorite tv moms as always we let ladies go first Rachel, who is your number 10 favorite TV mom? Sort of a cheat, but she cracks me up. Tamara Swanson from Parks and Rec. Now, <laughs> you may be wondering, who's Tamara Swanson in Parks and Rec? Like Tammy 1 or Tammy 2? No. Ron's ex-wives were Tammy 1 and Tammy 2, but Tamara is the name of his mom. Who appears? I don't even remember her. Oh, yeah. She lives in some weird hut in the middle of nowhere. Right. She only appears in one episode. But, I was going to say, because I've watched every single Parks and Rec, and I don't even remember her. You haven't watched them 50 times like I have. That's true. So she appears in one episode when Tammy won. It's the first time we meet Tammy won. She returns. She says Ron's going to be audited. And so she's there to like help him sort out his finances and stuff. So they're going through Ron's receipts. And the only consistent one is that he buys ammunition and liquor for his mom once a month. He sends her <laughs> ammo and liquor. That is kind of awesome. And so eventually they get to the point where like Tammy one is running Ron's life. They need to call in some backup. So they call in his mom. So we meet his mom. And I believe it's Leslie that asked her why she has so many guns in her house. And she was like, this is America, right? That's She's like, a Ron yeah. Thing. And then she was like, then I don't have to answer stupid questions while you're standing on my property. So she's basically like a female Ron. Then right. they go on to have a drinking competition with Swanson malt liquor. Oh, its yeah. only legal use is to okay. like scrape barnacles off of yes. ships or something like yep. that. Okay, I totally remember her now. So they have the drinking competition. Yep. She was a badass. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I really liked Ron's mom. It's basically a female Ron, and she was amazing. So she makes it based on that one episode, and I just thought it was an interesting pick. I couldn't decide exactly who my number 10 should be, but I just wanted to point out how cool 
Ron's mom is. That's a good choice. Totally forgot about it until you brought up the drinking competition. It's a good episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Great way to kick off the show. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's a room full of just guns. Why do you have so many guns? This is America, isn't it? Yes. Then I don't have to answer stupid questions while standing on my own property. Neil, try to top that. What's your number 10? Yeah, geez, I feel like the monkey's following the Beatles, but, you know, here we go. (laughs) My number 10 is Peggy Bundy. Oh! One of the original TV mums for me. Yes. From my television watching experience. And I I don't know if I would describe her as a great mum. She was a terrible mom. This is just a favorite mom's list. They don't have to be good moms. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, like, she loves her kids, but even that's questionable. (laughs) No, she's the most selfish person ever. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, she's great. (laughs) She's just like that trashy mom that all these kind of modern trashy moms that we see on TV as a character now, I feel like the kind of appealing significance to how trashy Peggy Bundy was. Yeah, but she was so funny. I mean, she really only cared about herself. And, you know, what was great about her is she probably cut down her kids more than any TV mom I can think of. Whether it was Christina Applegate or Bud, either one of them. I mean, she was constantly putting down her whole family, really. I'm like, she is like the anti-mom. Her clothes were outrageous all the time. Like leopard pants and giant hair, skin-tight pants, heels. (laughs) Big bling jewelry. Just ah, great stuff, great hair. (laughs) She's far more attractive than Ed O'Neill is. Whoa, whoa. Oh, no, I loved him. He's just, uh, he's not an attractive man. He's a fantastic (laughs) character. Dude, Ed O'Neill is doing something right. He has fictionally banged... Peggy Bundy and Gloria. So he is doing something right with yeah, his dude. life. Good for Ed O'Neill. Hashtag blessed. Plus he scored seven touchdowns in one game <laughs> at Polkai. <laughs> my number 10 favorite TV mom. I'm going to go old school also. Back to my childhood. Jill Taylor. <laughs> I really thought this was going to be like leave it to Beaver mom. <laughs> Screw <laughs> you. I'm not that old. <laughs> I was a young teenager when Home Improvement was out. And while all the girls were going crazy about JTT, I kind of had a little crush on Jill Taylor. Really? Uh, Yeah, Tim Allen's wife in Home Improvement. Who's JTT? Jonathan Jonathan Taylor Taylor Thomas. Thomas. Did you never watch Home Improvement, Tool Time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember him being called JTT, though. (laughs) He was on the cover of, like, every, like, Tiger Beat and Teen Bop magazine. Everybody that was my age, like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Right. He's obviously on the magazines that Brandon likes to read, so that's why he (laughs) likes Whatever. I put Jill in my uh, spank bank. (laughs) (laughs) What I liked about her was, you know, as a house full of men, and, you know, Tim Taylor fancied himself a man's man. You know, he worked with tools, oh, thing. He sounded French right there. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do a better Tim Taylor? I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't laugh. I can't do it. (laughs) Anyways, though, like, so it's a house full of men. She's the only woman. She's kind of like the only one with any sort of common sense. But she kind of puts up with all the boys. And I don't know. I just always kind of thought she was a really cool mom. I think she was a really good TV mom. She was always supportive of her family. Like, she was just a really good mom. She was a really good mom. She was a straight character, but she still had a sense of humor, and she had flaws. I really like that about her. Rachel, you're number nine. Favorite TV mom. I went with Sophia from The Golden Girls. 
Oh. The, like the oldest, like the mom mom yeah, of all old, of them. Yeah. Cool. Estelle Getty. Estelle yeah. Getty, yes. Yeah. There's just something about old people when they hit the point that they just don't care anymore. There was no filter on Sophia. She just said whatever she wants. She was always sarcastic, kind of rude to everybody. She made fun of Rose a lot for being stupid. Like, there's just something endearing about old people that just don't give a f- so I always love that about her. But she was also a really good mom to Dorothy. Like she was. They would have those heartwarming moments. They would sit down at the table and they'd have a real talk. And she was a good mom. But man, I just love unfiltered old people. Neil, who's your number nine favorite TV mom? Vivian Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I love so, it. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> there was two Vivians. Was there? Yeah, they changed yeah. actresses. They did too later on, eh? Yeah, they yep. did. The first one I thought was better. So it's the first one's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah the first Correct. one was great. She was the yeah. best one. Yeah, she was great. Like, I mean, she was Will's aunt, but obviously was a mother to Carlton and Ashley. Right. They were, you know, a rich family, but they were kind of a little bit of fish out of water as well because she'd come from the same kind of neighborhood as Will's family did. Right. Right. And, you know, she took him in when his mum, you know, worked to get him out of trouble. So she's got that nice aspect to her. She was always the kind of the, the overall moral compass of Will throughout the series. And she was just a great character. And she didn't take his shit either, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, dragging was. dragging him by his ear, um, and sorting and sorting his shit out. Um, nah, she was a she was a good classic TV mom. Vivian kind of gets forgot about because, of course, everybody loves Will, everybody loves Carlton, and everybody loves Uncle Phil. So yeah. Vivian, I think, kind of gets forgotten about. So I'm glad you brought her up. Yeah, ditto. I really liked her as a mom. I thought she was a good balance for that show. Yeah, she kept all those boys in line. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly what they needed. They needed a strong, smart female character, and she was exactly that. So that's a great choice. My number nine favorite TV mom is kind of an under-the-radar mom because it's from an under-the-radar TV show that ended up being kind of a cult classic. If you've seen Freaks and Geeks, you probably love this choice. Her name is Jean Weir. The main family is the Weir family, and the show centers on the oldest daughter. She kind of becomes one of the freaks, becomes friends with James Franco and Seth Rogen. And then her little brother, Sam, is one of the geeks. But the mom is one of the sweetest, I think, TV moms. Oh, she's so sweet. I loved her. And she's endearing because she's kind of naive. And her kids kind of are pretty crappy to her a lot. They're teenagers. They're, they're just teenagers. They're just being teenagers. But, but, you know, most TV moms, like, put their foot down or, like, snap back on them, stuff like that. But I always felt with Jean... She was always just came back in love or sweetness or just kind of sadness and just kind of took it. I wish I would have thought of her. Of all the TV moms, she's actually most like my real life mom, I feel like. Oh, really? What's sad is I remember like the points that I felt really bad for her only because I'm like, did I do that as a teen? I remember there was a Halloween episode where she wanted to like her and her daughter always handed out candy. They dressed up and handed out candy, but her daughter was a teenager and she wanted to go hang out with her friends. So she ended up staying at home and she made cookies for everybody. And right. the neighbors were all like, we can't take those. You might have put razor blades. In. And she was just like so offended that anyone would ever think that of her. Right. So she was always so sweet. Like she was so real to me. I think she's a fantastic character and she's such a sweet mom. The world is such a different place than the one I grew up in. Everyone just seems so much meaner these days. Mom, kids didn't throw eggs when you were in school. I don't know. I guess so. I just know I never did. Rachel, your number eight favorite TV mom. 
Tammy Taylor from Friday Night Lights. I know Brandon hasn't seen it. Did you ever watch it, Neil? Oh, yeah. Yay! Did you like it? I liked her. <laughs> <laughs> the show is like, it's like the girliest thing that I ever like really got into. It's one of those kind of teen soap opera kind of things, but I felt like it was okay because they were talking about football. <laughs> it's one of my wife's all-time favorite shows, and she's tried to get me to watch well, it over and over again. Okay, let's and be I honest. And I just keep saying that it looks like a soap opera to me. And I know it's got football, but it still just looks like a soap opera. There are a lot of teen soap opera aspects to it. So Tammy Taylor was Coach Taylor's wife, and... I thought she was a really great character because she ended up being a counselor at the school. So she was having to be really caring towards a bunch of different students. So you saw that side of her. She was a really good mom. And the thing that I liked about her the most is her husband was faced with a lot of tough decisions, basically, on what to do. And she supported him constantly. Like, she was a constant support for him. And I don't feel like we see that kind of thing in TV moms very often. But she was there for him no matter what. And that always stood out to me. She was just a strong figure. And I liked seeing that in a mom. I'm sorry I fell asleep while you were talking to him. Uh, oh, <laughs> Neil, your number eight favorite TV mom. I'm going with, I'll be interested to know if you guys know this one, Lee Payne from Happy-ish. She's played by Catherine Han. Have you guys come across this? I love Catherine Han. She's hilarious. So Happy-ish contains, obviously, Catherine Han and Steve Coogan. Oh, Steve Coogan's hilarious, too. Yeah, so he plays like an advertising exec in New York who hates his job. He's having a midlife crisis. This is the kind of the premise of the show. And he has all these hallucinations and sort of stuff. And it's quite funny. It got panned by the critic. But Catherine Han plays the mum, and she's a stay-at-home mum who used to have a career. And, like, she's just a real honest mum. Like, she's, she loves her kid, but she's an artist, and she's a bit of a fuck-up herself. She likes to smoke pot all the time. Just She's just a really funny real mum and the whole time she's hating on all the other mums in the area because they're all so proper and like they've got everything under control while she feels her life's a complete mess she's good she's a good and honest mum so that's why she made my list man i mean you described her really well plus i'm a big fan of hers i'm surprised with the talent that's in this show that it got so critically panned it's weird the hallucinations and things like that are weird i mean i loved it like i was laughing all the way through it my number eight favorite tv mom is aunt becky from full house now this seems kind of like a cheat because obviously her first She's name is Aunt, Aunt. <laughs> but any Full House fan, which I mean, come on, it's everyone listening to this podcast right now, knows that Aunt Becky wasn't just an aunt. She was the only grown female in that household. So she was kind of like a mom to DJ and to Stephanie and to the Olsen twins. And uh, <laughs> I called them the Olsen twins instead of Michelle. <laughs> um, and okay, so my liking for Aunt Becky is twofold. 
One, I thought she was just super cool. Like, I remember, like, as a kid thinking, man, if I could end up with somebody as cool as this chick. Because, you know, she was just Jesse, so she had to be cool because Uncle Jesse was just the coolest. I mean, he wore a leather jacket <laughs> and said, have mercy. So, I mean, you know. That's you, how you know somebody's I mean, you know cool. cool. Yeah. But Ann Becky was cool. She was fun. And she didn't have to be a mom to her boyfriend's nieces. And she was. So, yeah, but she did end up having twins, by the way. So she still qualifies for this because she didn't end up as a mom. But she was kind of – I thought she was fun because she was a mom who wasn't technically a mom for most of the series. No, I think she's a really good pick. I remember one episode specifically where DJ's having, like, some self-image problems. Mm -hmm. And the guys are all trying to help her, but this is something they totally can't relate to. So I – they tell her the ugly duckling story. And <laughs> Becky's like, what are you doing? Like, you just called her ugly. And they were yeah. like, no, she turns beautiful. Like, <laughs> yeah. they just totally didn't get it. And I thought that was a great Aunt Becky moment where she went up and helped DJ through that and was really understanding. And that's kind of when I fell in love with Becky. Yeah. Aunt Becky's awesome. Rachel, your number seven favorite TV mom. So I think up until this point, we've had pretty good moms, and I'm about to lay, like, the worst mom ever. (laughs) Worst mom ever? She's... Worse than Peggy Bundy. Yeah, for Mm. sure. Livia Soprano. Oh! Tony Soprano's mom. Great Yeah. I remember she was infuriating because she was so awful and mean and just, like... She's a business. I loved to hate her. And she did some things that were jaw-dropping to me. You know, that first season of The Sopranos, they had all this stuff going on. And to me, really, the villain of the first season was Tony's mom. She was was worse than any of those rival families or anybody. Right. So she was born into, like, a poor family. And basically, Tony's dad was her escape from that. But in order to get away from poverty, she was joining a criminal lifestyle. Then she just became miserable. Like, I remember, I think she told, like... Tony's wife not to marry him and that he was going to get bored with her and move like she's right but (laughs) she tells Junior that Tony is trying to usurp him and then like tries to have him knocked off like a couple times he tries to have him killed Tony is trying to do nice things for his mom like he brings her a CD player so she can listen to her music and she just gets so mad at him for like oh she was just a terrible mom but made her a really interesting character. Like yeah, I, I was, had some really strong feelings about Livia. I was wondering when you get to the point where why you chose her. Because she's really memorable. She's a really memorable mom, and I really did love to hate her. She was a great villain. She, she's just she was a, fun to hate. She is just a miserable person and only found joy in making other people's lives worse. Man, she was scary as. <laughs> yeah, she was. <laughs> I would not fuck with her. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, you just speak to Uncle Junior about Arnie, okay? He respects you, he'll listen to you. If your uncle has business with Arthur, he knows what he's doing. And I don't. Well, all I know is daughters are better at taking care of their mothers than sons. Yeah, and I bought CDs for a broken record. 
And Neil, your number seven favorite TV mom. So I've gone for a comedy this time, and I've gone for Jordan Sullivan, the wife of Dr. Cox in Scrubs. I'm so jealous of this pick. Well, obviously she doesn't start the show as a mum, but she becomes a mum when they have their little boy. Doesn't she start the show by sleeping with JD? It's like the first time we meet her. That is how we meet her. <laughs> she knocks bits of JD, and he's like scared shitless of Dr. Cox forever after that. <laughs> That's really early on because then, like, you get introduced to her tender side when her brother, Brendan Fraser, comes yeah. into the show as well. But she's such a bitch. Um, she's <laughs> such a bitch to Dr. Cox. It's just unbelievable. Although he's a complete and utter asshole, right? I was so, going to say, like, he's a miserable bastard. So she actually just kind of, like, whatever he dished out, she could dish it out as well, which is what I loved about her. And the whole hospital staff were on tender hooks every time she was around. Like, she commanded that kind of presence, which yeah. was really cool. Yeah, she did. But, no, I think she, yeah, she's a fun pick. I think that's a great pick. My number seven favorite TV mom of all time is Peggy Bundy, Neil's number 10 pick, which is why I didn't say too much. Kata Seagal has two iconic TV moms, and both of them could have made my list, and I had a hard time picking between them. I felt like I could only pick one, so I went back to old school, my roots. I grew up with Married with Children. And Neil nailed it. She's kind of like the ultimate white trash mom. The only thing I really add is I love her style from her big hair to her flamboyant clothes, her tight clothes, and kind of her swagger. She thought she was awesome. And I love that about her. She's terrible to her kids. And she didn't really have many redeeming qualities. And yet you loved her. Yep. Yeah. She was so fun. Just always on the couch with those bonbons watching TV, waiting for Al to come home with some money that she could take. And you know, and she was one of the first female characters on TV who really went toe to toe with her husband. I mean, more times than not, she got the better of Al. And they're like witty remarks and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think Al won many of those battles. No. And she was the smartest person in her family. That's not saying much. I mean, <laughs> it's a pretty low bar. It is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, don't be sad. The worst thing that happened is that we owe another hundred grand. I mean, what are they going to do? Garnish your paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or yours. <laughs> you know, going to the kids' college fund. For our retirement. For our life insurance. We have nothing. <laughs> Rachel, your number six favorite TV mom of all time. Ruby Johnson from Blackish. Oh, is, that's the grandma, right? That's the grandma. Yes. Uh, Rainbow is the mom. So yeah. you would think like, oh, pick Rainbow. But I actually really love Ruby. She's one of those like old school moms. She's fine with spanking you. She spoils her grandkids. She's really tough on her son, but he's kind of a mama's boy at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Like, I think their relationship really works. I think it's a lot of fun to see her interact with Rainbow and... Lawrence Fishburne. And Lawrence Fishburne as well. Her ex-husband, but they still kind of live in the same area. Do they live in the same house? Does she live there too? I don't know. I don't want this to come off wrong, but she's kind of like the stereotypical black mom. She's always talking about Jesus. Honestly, I don't know how to talk about Ruby without kind of sounding racist. No, it's not racist. I mean, we're joking around, but that's what the show is. And they're very clear. That's what her character is supposed to be, like the old school what you think of when you think of black moms and like no nonsense and 
But like the very loving and very right. You she know, loves her. She's totally dedicated right. to her family. Tough. But she's she's really tough on Rainbow because nobody's good enough for her son. Like she's a good mom, but just in a really entertaining kind of way, and that's yeah. why I enjoy her more than I enjoy Rainbow. Yeah, no, she's <laughs> she's hilarious. That's a really really good choice. Thanks. She's sassy. She's sassy. Neil, your number six favorite TV mom. So my number six comes from a show that I think that you guys won't have heard of. It's a show called Outnumbered, which was a BBC comedy that ran for five years in the UK. And the mum is called Sue. The premise of the show is a really middle-class English family. Mum, dad, three kids, living a two-up, two-down, terraced house in London. But the show was kind of filmed in a, not documentary or mockumentary style, but close to that. And a lot of the, the dialogue with the kids was improvised. And she was just a stereotypical mum trying to juggle her professional life with looking after her kids and like just working super hard for them. That's the reason why she makes my list is because she is that kind of, almost reminds me of my mum a bit in terms of just working, looking after their kids. So a bit of a nostalgic pick. Nice. Is it a comedy or is it a drama? It's a comedy. Okay. Yeah, pure comedy. That's maybe the first one that we've talked about on this whole show that I, I don't know if I've heard of it. Mm-mm. I haven't either. Yeah, I'd be surprised if you had. It's a very, very British thing. Okay, I'll <laughs> check it out. My number six favorite TV mom is from a TV show that was kind of hot for a couple of years, and then it had a bad season and just kind of flamed out. But those first couple seasons were so funny. The show is My Name is Earl, <laughs> and the TV mom I'm talking about is Joy Turner, who played Earl's ex-wife. <laughs> Who left him for the crab man? Oh, this is such a good pick. Thank right? you. It is really Thank good. Thank you. People forget about My Name is Earl, but it was such a funny yeah. show. I'm glad you watched it. I just assumed maybe that you had him because it's so underrated. No, I loved it. Loved it. Oh, it was so good. And the characters were so great in it. I think that she's actually, to me, one of the all-time funniest female characters on TV. I agree. She was so kind of mean-spirited, but at the same time, she was never unlikable. She was always likable. I mean, she cheated on her husband, Earl, <laughs> with the crab man, but you're like, eh, crab man's cool. Joy's awesome. This but is But you got to keep in mind that when Earl met her, she was already pregnant <laughs> with somebody else's kids. So like, yeah. and they got though, drunk and, and got married, and then he was like, oh, crap, she's pregnant. I didn't notice. Yeah, and, and her first child is Earl Jr., but it's not his. Right? Come to find out. But Joy was just kind of like despicable, but amazing. Everybody on that show is a little bit despicable, but right. lovable. Yes, but lovable. Time. Here's some sugar peas for my sugar pea. Hope you enjoy it. Bitch, you know I hate peas. Thanks, baby. That's all I need. Just act like a mean bastard every once in a while. Rachel, your number five favorite TV mom. This may be cheating, but I'm going with Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> She's she's the mother of dragons. Mother of dragons. I guess it is in her name. That's really all I have to say about why she made the list. She's the mother of freaking dragons, man. Okay, you're right. And she's no, got a she's legit got three, connection got, to these dragons. Yeah, she is. They're like three babies. They of hers. are her that babies. And then she had to lock them up and it really messed with her. That's true. And let's be honest. If she would have had Drogo's baby... Oh. Man, that would have been the stallion that mounts the world. I frequently make the joke that Stephen Adams is that baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, she's the mother of dragons. She's got to make the list. I'm like upset that you used it only because I wish I would have. 
done it myself. No, Amen. You backed it up well. Thanks. Your number five favorite TV mom, Neil. Sharon Morris from the TV show Catastrophe, which has been running for three seasons now, played by an actress with the same first name, Sharon Horgan. I can't remember. Have you guys seen this one or not? No, but you were telling us about it, and the premise sounds awesome. Yeah, so like the show is basically the main actor, Rob Delaney and, and Sharon hook up in London. And they literally have, it's actually a seven day kind of affair while he's there on business in the United States. And she ends up getting pregnant and then tells him and then he comes back and they end up making a go of the relationship. But like they're both kind of like mid to late 30s professionals. Both of them are like real filthy drunks. You <laughs> basically just like like to go out and get pissed every night and they make awful parents <laughs> and they fight all the time and it's absolutely hysterical like i would recommend watching the show to anyone but this is just kind of like i imagine a lot of modern mums to be that's what it sounded like to me and i'm looking at it neil and it's actually been nominated for a lot of different stuff i looked it up it's got really great reviews a lot of the articles were like amazon's best show so if you haven't watched it it is available to stream on amazon and if you're a prime member you can watch all of them for free i love neil's list but just because i'm learning about some tv shows i need to watch Ditto. i like the unique picks i'm doing the same as well so that's all good nice my number five i gotta go classic when you guys think of the iconic tv mom who do you think of june cleaver that is exactly right boom i didn't did you cheat did you look on my list no, I thought this was going to be your childhood pick. I was going to say Morticia Adams. Oh, that would have been a good choice. She's a good one, too. But no, June Cleaver, I think when people think of the old school classic TV mom, I think you think of June Cleaver. And I did grow up watching this in reruns, to yeah, be I very bet. clear, yeah, in syndication. But June Cleaver really was all those things that you think of. Played by Barbara Billingsley. She was the best as far as giving loving lessons, life lessons to her children. The Beaver, he was a young boy who was kind of a mess, kind of confused about a lot of life situations. One of those coming-of-age kids trying to figure life out. And it was up to June and Ward to guide their boys in the right direction. This is kind of my, like, Citizen Kane pick. Right. Is she, like, my number five favorite team mom? Not really, probably, but I did love her, and it's like I got to give her respect for being the iconic classic mom, so I wanted to include her. I am glad you brought her up because I feel like we haven't had a lot of classic TV moms. I, however, haven't really watched a lot of it. It's a really good show. I mean, at least— But does it come off, like, dated and kind of sexist I mean, now? No. Like, why would you say sexist? Just because that arrow, everything was kind of sexist. Oh, uh, not, not—I mean, you know, I mean, dated as far as any of those things go— Girls are kind of lucky, don't they, Mom? Why do you say that? Well, they don't have to be smart. They don't have to get jobs or anything. All they got to do is get married. <laughs> well, Beaver, being smart isn't exactly a drawback to marriage. Well, if they don't get married, they can become dressmakers or cut people's nails in a barber shop or take care of kids and a lot of other dumb stuff. <laughs> well, Beaver, today girls can be doctors and lawyers, too, you know. They're just as ambitious as boys are. You mean there's no dumb people left in the world, Mom? <laughs> Rachel, your number four favorite TV mom. Another just terrible mom. Well, that may not be true. Norma Bates. You know what? She's uh, not a terrible she's a, It's up for debate. She was trying to be a good mom. She, she had the best intentions, I think. But, I mean, Norman was crazy, and their relationship was a 
a little bit creepy. It's a little bit eek. I thought you could go eek, eek, eek. <laughs> it was a lot of eek, eek, eek. It was that. Norma, as far as the Bates Motel show, because we are talking TV shows, she wanted the best for Norman. She loved him almost to a fault. I mean, she covered up a lot of stuff for him, and that wasn't all his psyche. For a while there, she was kind of an enabler to Norman. And it wasn't until she found Romero, someone else to kind of put that focus on that she realized like, oh, I'm not being a great mom. Norman really needs help and tries to get him that. But I've always felt like she had the best intentions. Yeah, she did. She was as good a mom as in that she did truly try to make her son's life better and to protect him and to give him the best. She was kind of a crappy mom to Dylan for quite a while. Yeah, she was not a good um, mom to Dylan. She I rectified mean, that, though. She, she did. changed that. She did. She's absolutely a fascinating TV mom, though. She's very fascinating. She's mother. She's got to make the list. Neil, your number four favorite TV mom. Uh, number four for me is from, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Joyce Summers, Buffy's mom. <laughs> I saw her on a ton of lists. You are not alone in this pick. She's a great mum. Like she supports her daughter in her extracurricular activities, <laughs> like any mum should. Um, she was nice to her boyfriends, even though he was undead. Um, <laughs> it's just everything you want out of a mum. Yeah, everything you want in a mum. And I think like they actually they killed her off. That took a lot of heart out of the show. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, like I think it took a lot of heart out of Buffy as well. She just became a. I don't want to say bitch, but she just. She became a lot colder, right? And there was less warmth and less comedy in that show, which is one of the reasons why I liked it. I started watching it in the first place. And if I remember correctly, wasn't she kind of a mom to like Willow and? Yeah, she was. She was kind of like the TV mom that all the other characters go to for those kind of mum reassurance that they can give. Yeah, and she was to Willow and to Xander as well. Yeah, quite a lot because he was a bit of a loser <laughs> and needed all the help he could get. Well, that's a good pick. <laughs> I like it. I approve. What's the deal? Simple. You let me and Drew skip town. I help you kill Angel. Angel, your boyfriend? Forget about Drusilla. She doesn't walk. She killed Kendra. Drew bagged a slayer? <laughs> she didn't tell me. It good for her. Though not from your perspective, I suppose. Can't believe I invited you into my house. So you didn't kill that girl? Of course not. Did she explode like that man out there? She was a slayer, Mom. Like what you are. Look. This deal works only one way, full stop. Me and Drew for Angel. Honey, are you sure you're a vampire slayer? I'll take her out of the country. You'll never hear from us again. I bloody well hope. Fine. I I mean, have you tried not being a slayer? Mom. Uh, My number four favorite TV mom is a pretty good mom, but an awful, awful person. Her name is Cersei Lannister. Nailed it. Oh, we're going to have to debate whether she's a good mom as well, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I said a pretty good mom. I, I, She absolutely loves her kids. It's kind she of her does. defining characteristic, really. It, well, she's got a lot of defining characteristics. One of them <laughs> is being evil. Uh, one of them is incest. And then the other one is loving her kids. She really, really, truly does love her kids. Here's how you know she's a good mom. Joffrey is basically Satan incarnate. In this world, he is the most unlovable child slash human being to ever exist. 
Are you going to get to your point about how this makes her a good mum? <laughs> and yet, <laughs> and yet, despite that, being a child that no one could love, somehow Cersei still loves him. That takes a pretty good mom. To... Oh, she's pretty terrified by him, but she does love him. She Even she was appalled by what she, he yeah, was Yeah, she doing. was pretty appalled. She's a terrible person, but she still would defend him, and she would still love him, and she would still try to do what was in his best interest, even though he was pretty terrible to her. And then, obviously, she loved her daughter. She loved her youngest. Tommen. And I don't know if she was a good mom because she was an enabler. <laughs> yeah, and what's the number one rule of being a parent? Protect your kid. Keep them alive. Yeah. Yep. Oh, she has failed <laughs> miserably then. She's all for three. <laughs> like me and my partner, like we, we joke every year, like when the kid has a birthday, we always have a drink at the end of the day and toast each other and say, well done for keeping him alive for another year. <laughs> Poor Lannister kids. Most yeah. of them did nothing wrong. <laughs> Rachel, you're number three. I went with Roseanne. Eh, yeah, that's a good choice. Probably everybody's seen it. White trash family, but it was a very real family. It was a very, I thought, a pretty honest look of a family that is living on a lower income, trying to make ends meet with three kids. But these parents really loved their kids, and they were doing whatever they could to make ends meet and to give their kids a better life than what they had. Though Roseanne is a loud mouth and could be super obnoxious. I'm not saying that none of those things are true. She did really love her kids. I think she was a great mom, too. She wasn't a perfect mom by any means. She was, she real. was a real mom. Yeah, that was yeah. what stood out the most about Roseanne. She felt the most like a real mom. Yeah. But they go through the typical mom things that you had with teenagers where Becky wanted a dress and they couldn't afford it. And they ended up sacrificing some shoes that Dan really needed right. to get her a dress. You see things like she had a history of abuse in her life. She kind of flies off the handle and hits DJ too hard right. and has to sit down and explain to him that that's not right and apologize to him for doing that and tell him that it's never an okay thing to do. So it addressed some really real issues, and I thought that was really good. Well, I, w I was thinking, you know, um, j just in case we decide to, um, th that it's time f for me to... Um, get some birth control. <laughs> Isn't it great, Roseanne? <laughs> Becky has such a wonderful, progressive, open-minded mom that she can talk to about that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> really? So this is okay with you? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're kidding. I can't believe how great you're being. I'm so glad Jackie made me tell you. Roseanne, I thought that we should uh, take her. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure, we'll take her. Oh, great. I'm so glad Aww, I told her. Thank sure. you so much. <laughs> Thanks so much, Mom. Neil, your number three favorite TV mom. Uh, my number three is Abby Bartlett from The West Wing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Stockard Channing. Like, I just think she's fantastic in that. And obviously she's a mum, but she also played like a bit of a mothering role to Martin Sheen at times during the show. And yeah, I just felt like she was really strong, that first lady presence. Um, what, first lady isn't a great mum? Hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. I love the West Wing pick, though. It kind of classes our show up a little bit. I feel a little more prestigious. Yeah, we went from like white trash to the White House. 
That's good. That's good, right? That's good. That's a good pick, Neil. Thank you for classing this join up. Always. My number three favorite TV mom is actually from my number one favorite sitcom of all time. Growing up, this was my number one favorite show, Family Ties, and the mom is Elise Keaton, played by Meredith Baxter Burney. Love Elise. Elise was awesome. Here's what was cool about Elise and her husband, Stephen. They were baby boomers, hippies, liberals, make love, not war. And when the show first came out, it was kind of marketed as hip parents, square kids. Like the parents were supposed to be like cool and fun. (laughs) And the kids were supposed to be like dorky. In a lot of ways, that's really how it was. Yeah. Especially, you know, the main star of the series ended up being Michael J. Fox playing Alex B. Keaton. And he was the Republican. His parents were Democrats. He was very conservative. They were liberal. He was like tight-laced and uptight. And they were like so laid back and casual. And so it made for a really fun dynamic. But despite their differences, Elise loved, loved, loved her kids. She was so smart. I think she was one of the smartest TV moms I could think of. And she was just a lot of fun. She was like a lot of different things at once. She was. She's a great character. And obviously her kids, like Alex, had some different views than her. But she was very nurturing of them. She never told them what to think. Right. But she also never backed down from her opinions on things. Yeah. Which I thought was really great about Elise. Rachel, your number two favorite TV mom. Another Katie Seagal pick with Gemma Teller from Sons of Anarchy. Great choice. I had such a hard time between her and Peggy. Gemma Teller, gosh, she really wanted to be a good mom. I feel like she tried her hardest. Again, this is a show about motorcycle games, so it's the same thing as if you're like in a mob family or something like You got good intentions for your kids, but they're leading a crime life, and that's the life that you know. And so Gemma was a great mom, but also paralyzed by the fact that she was so committed to her family, never wanted to lose her family, that that was her downfall. Right. Yes. She made some really poor decisions, but overall, all of them were really for Jax or herself. Those are the only two people she cared about. Yeah, absolutely. Like, even more so than her husband, Clay. Yeah, Ultimately came down to her love for Jax and herself. When I think of like Matriarch, absolutely Gemma Teller is who I think of more well, than any other character I can think of, TV or movies. Right. And the showrunner for Sons is Kurt Sutter, who is actually Katie Seagal's husband. And he kind of wrote this character for her. She's a fascinating character. Katie Seagal played her really, really well. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Good pick. Thanks. Neil, your number two favorite TV mom. So as Rachel's already mentioned, and um, Brandon has um, mocked (laughs) this one, claws its way further up my list into number two. I see what you did. In a blaze of glory. (laughs) I love all the dragon puns. Daenerys, mother of dragons. Oh, you're breathing fire now, Uh, Neil. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Mother of dragons. Absolutely. I mean... That is badass. Dragon right? son. You are the mother of dragons. That is one of the coolest titles. If you could be mother anything. Um, <laughs> There's a I lot mean, of mothers you don't yeah, want to be. That's true. <laughs> the mother of dragons is a good one. All right. I'll give it to y'all. I think it's a good pick. My number two favorite TV mom of all time is also a pick that Rachel had earlier, Norma Bates. So I won't say too much about it since you already talked about her. The only thing I was going to add was... When you think of Norma Bates, the character, you think murderer, you think evil and things like that. So I think when people just hear that name on a list, 
They're like, oh, she's terrible. But if you watch Bates Motel and separate it from what your preconceived notions of who Norma Bates is, she's not that person at all. Also, you're probably thinking of Norman's split personality, which right. he calls Norma. Exactly. That's, and that's not, not Norma who, Bates. That's not who Norma Bates <laughs> right. is. Uh, she was actually a very loving person. She probably loved too much was that, her downfall. Her yeah. She definitely loved Norman too much. She did make a lot of really bad decisions in the name of love. But I think ultimately, I think it's one of the best acted female characters of the past decade. And one of the most complex, interesting, fascinating, fun. She she brought a lot of laughter to a pretty dark series. I agree. Norma Bates. The thing that James Finnegan said to me, I can't get it out of my head. It's so awful. Mostly because I'm afraid it's true. And I need to tell someone, and I trust you more than anyone, but it might make you hate me. It might make you afraid of me because it's made me afraid of myself. Tell me, Norman. He thinks that I'm attracted to you sexually. I got so mad when he said it, I wanted to kill him. But then the more I thought about it, I... I mean, I love you so much, and I am so close to you. I just think that Norman, sometimes... Norman, stop it right now. You are not attracted to me. It is completely normal. You're, you're developing sexually. You're just confused. It, it, it's silly. Honey, we're, we're, we're just people. We're, we're on some level like animals, instinctual. You're a man, I'm a woman, so maybe you notice my breasts once in a while. Big deal. It's freaking normal. It doesn't mean you're weird or that there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't? No. <laughs> no. Rachel, it is time for your number one favorite TV mom of all time. Beverly Goldberg from the Goldbergs. Drop the mic. Shut up. I'm going to jump in with you. My number one is Beverly Goldberg from the Goldbergs. She's, just, she's so momish. Everything about her is mom. She's all about her kids. She's like a smother. She calls her kid schmoo. She just I, wants to cuddle all the time. She lives to be a mom. That is her only direction in life. That's who she is. That's who she's defined by. Every decision she makes is as a mom. Fully convinced that her kids are the best at everything. Yes. They will succeed at everything in life. No one's better than her children. And if you say otherwise, she will go out of her way to prove you wrong. And it's hilarious. She is a smother, 100%, but it's so funny. She has like an entire album of Adam sleeping, like different pictures of him <laughs> sleeping. She gets involved in things that she has no business getting involved yeah, in. She showed up dates. at a party and tried to convince a hot chick to date her son, but she was dressed <laughs> as a ghost, so nobody would know. Like, <laughs> she's just always doing stuff like that, but all for her kids. Always with the best intentions. Guess who just had a meeting with Coach Meller? Apparently, Adam is failing. I don't get it. You used to love to swim. I know what's going on. Really? Yeah, it's your bathing suit. You're growing fast, and it's pinching your little coin purse. That's why I got you these jams. Nice, roomy swim trunks for all your bits and berries. Go on. Model them for Mama. I don't want to model the jams. Come on, they're jams. I know they're jams. Well, then show us how handsome you look in your new jams. I don't want the jams. Come on, they're jams. He doesn't want the damn jams. Leave the boy alone already. Well, someone has to address the issue with his little marbles. Nobody wants their mom talking about their yam bag. My God, the problem isn't the swimsuit. They're jams. It's just, I hate taking off my shirt. Why? I'm ashamed of my body, okay? You're ashamed? Of this beautiful wall of deliciousness? Those words make it so much worse. 
And here's the thing about the Goldbergs. If you haven't watched it, it's a throwback to the 80s type shows and early 90s shows where there was a heartwarming message. But whereas I thought it would be cheesy, it's not handled in a cheesy way. The show is actually based on the creator's real life childhood and family it's just an exaggerated version of his yeah, family, Yeah, it's basically. a funny, funny show, and Beverly Goldberg... She's the, the ultimate mom. Yes, great choice. Thank you. You too. Hey, thanks. Let's see who Neil picked. I bet it's wrong. <laughs> I bet you it's not Beverly Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, I bet you it's not. I'm going to take your ultimate mom and just basically stick it in the trash can with the logs. <laughs> Because there is not a better mum than Marge Simpson. Oh! There is no way anyone can convince me otherwise. She absolutely lives for her family. She does. She does everything for her kids. Um, she loves them no matter what, especially Bart. I mean, come on. Only a mother could love that kid. <laughs> hey, I used the same defense with Cersei and Joffrey, but you weren't having any of it. <laughs> okay, let's not act like Bart is Joffrey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Bart's not like crossbowing prostitutes in his bedroom. (laughs) Or at least not in the episodes I've seen. No, this is a great choice. I'm a big, big Simpsons fan. Continue on. I want to hear more about why you chose Marge. To me, she's just kind of the quintessential TV mum. She's supportive of her husband and who's, let's face it, not many of us would be supportive of Right. She's just a great mum. She is a great mum. And she's a nice person. She's a really nice person. And actually, that's what distinguishes her for me on The Simpsons. I really, really like this choice. She actually was an honorable mention for me, and I was upset I couldn't put her in my list. So I'm glad that you chose her. There must be a website that can help you deal with a clingy baby. Oh, I don't want to bother the internet with my problem. Oh, come on, Mom. We'll help you surf. Click that one, Mom. No, go up. Keep going. Up, up, up. The blue ones are ads. That's the toolbar. Now you've opened Word. Close it. Close it. Don't say this. Stop clicking. Don't go there. Why are you buying a freezer? Don't click the card or you bought it. Oh, you clicked the card. If you're so smart, you do it. Hmm. So, what are some of your favorite TV moms? Who did we miss? Who was on our list we shouldn't have included? Let us know. And how can they let us know, Rachel? (laughs) You can go to listentop10.com. That has all of our information on there, including our comment line. If you just want to call and tell us what you think, if you're not all about that typing thing, you don't have to. We made it easy. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram and what's that other one? Twitter. We're on all those things. You can just search for Listen Podcast. We should pop up or you can get all of that information at Listen Top 10. That's probably the easiest way to do it. And I'm really excited about our next episode. Our next episode will be entitled Embarrassing Jams. You know we're all going to have to sing them, right? Like that's just going to. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Oh, fuck. All right. Neil's going to be mysteriously sick. I better get something better than beer for next podcast. Man, I've now got a playlist which is called Neil's Drunk iTunes Purchases. (laughs) I can already tell you this is going to be absolutely my favorite episode. (laughs) Next week, Embarrassing Jams. you got to listen to it. It's going to be amazing. Thank you for listening to Listen.